0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of Ru- the Rust Bucket Central podcast. I am Tyler Ron, and I'm joined by my co-host Bradley Boudreaux. And oh, it's like three years in the making. I'm, I'm absolutely hyped right now. Yeah, I know we've been talking about this for a long while, and just had absolutely no motivation for some reason. Yeah, but the day has finally come. Uh, a due date in school may have pushed this due date to uh, uh, may have pushed this to happen earlier than it was going to, but you know what? It's better to start now than never. I was supposed to say, it's a wonder what, like, being about to, like, fail a class, if you know if it, if does do. you. <laughs> Alrighty, well, you know, tomorrow, uh, what's the date today? The, the 13th, the 12th, something like that? 14th. Uh, Jesus. Tomorrow, June 15th, in Col- uh, Denver, Colorado, game one, the Stanley Cup Finals, you know. Again, Tampa Bay is there. As a Leafs fan, I want to kill myself. That's like three <laughs> times in the last four years the Leafs have lost to a team that's made the finals in Game Seven. Um, I, I also feel you're wanting to kill yourself at the thought that Tampa's in the playoffs or the finals. Yeah, well, I mean, nobody likes Tampa. Let's be honest here. If you live in if you live in Florida or if you live in a certain part of Florida, you love Tampa Bay. If you live in the other part of Florida, you hate Tampa Bay. And if you live anywhere else, anybody like Tampa, man. Yeah. <laughs> If you live anywhere else, you also hate Tampa. I really thought the Rangers were gonna win that conference finals too. That would have been so huge. Yeah, I know. I mean, if you go up two nothing on them, you gotta finish it off. But I guess I that's know. what happens when you have an average age of like twenty six. Yeah. Hey, they'll be back better next year. Oh yeah, of course, of course. You know, I, I might have to. Uh, I might have to buy my third Panarin jersey. You <laughs> dude, you got it. You gotta complete the trilogy now. For those who don't know, I have the signed. Blackhawks Panarin jersey, a Columbus Panarin jersey that I bought during their playoff run against Tampa Bay because I love Panarin, and then he didn't sign with them. So I have two Panarin jerseys, and he doesn't play for either team. Dude, you should go get, like, the Russian one from his Russian team. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I I should, I should. Am I, yeah, I'm I'm not having too many current players right now because Hyman and Giroud don't play for the team, but I have all them on anymore either, so. (laughs) Or Kapanen. Dude, I actually got pretty lucky with that. I don't think, other than my Chara jersey, I don't think I've got a, a single hockey jersey of a player who doesn't play for the team that I got the jersey of. Must be nice. Right? Must be nice. All yeah. right, well, the first segment here, we wrote down our predictions here. I'll, uh, I'll let I'll let the co-host go, go first. Um, okay. Let's go, for you game know, g- uh, g- game by game with a score in each game. Game one, I'm going go to go 3-1 to Tampa. I I like I was thinking about going Colorado but I think that layoff is going to really hurt them. It feels like every time yeah. a team gets a giant layoff going into another round, they struggle in that first game back. Yeah, like, valid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who was wasn't there a team that just did that uh that did that in the conference finals somebody just are my nuts. I swear uh, somebody had a long break. Or no, maybe no, no, maybe it was Colorado after the first round I'm thinking of. Here, Mike Colorado had a long break going to the conference finals, too, and they still just steamrolled Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, are okay. not steamrolled, but, yeah. Well, I mean, Mike Smith steamrolled Oily, yeah. to be honest here. <laughs> the MVP for Colorado, Mike Smith. <laughs> oh, Lord. All righty. All right, want- what do you got? What do you got? Uh, game one. I'm going Colorado taking it four nothing in their home barn. You know, first Stanley Cup final since what, like two thousand and one. You know, I think, I think, I think that place is going to be absolutely rocking. It's, it's a good atmosphere already, so I think they're going to take Tampa Bay by storm. And this playoffs, so I don't think Tampa Bay's won a single game one. So that's why I put. Oh, that's a fair point. That's why. I, you know, I, I mean, they <laughs> lost. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. You go. Yo. You Yo. Oh, they lost the Leafs. Well, so they, they got. Like I don't, I'm not being biased. I'm a Leafs fan, but they got their shit kicked in game one oh, against they Toronto. They got their shit kicked by Toronto in game one. Um, how did they play the second round? Why am I blanking here? Oh, they didn't they sweep uh, Florida? Oh right. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. That was the sweep <laughs> I was thinking of. Uh, <laughs> I guess they won. I guess they won game one against Florida. Hey, but they did come out slow against um the Rangers to prove the slow yeah strategy. yeah. Plus, game one against Florida, I think they almost lost. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, facts. Um, and then, yeah, they lost against the Rangers, so who knows? All right, go on to game two. I'll let you start for this one. Uh, I have Tampa Bay taking it 2-1. Uh, I have, you know, a, a late goal with like under seven minutes left in the third to get the lead. Going to be the game decider there for Tampa, tying the series up 1-1. Yeah, I could I, definitely... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, sorry. I could definitely see that, and... I'd, I'd be willing to bet money if it was, like, five minutes left in the game that Ross Colton would score. Probably. Or why. fucking Nick Paul. Just be, yeah, one of those two. It just feels like they're <laughs> going to score some stupid, like, bouncer in front of the net. Yeah. That ends it. Yeah, that's, that's that's the way it goes for Tampa Bay. Yeah. Um, Actually, you know what I could see, too? I could see Braden Point coming back for his first game in game two and him scoring both goals for Tampa. You could see that happening, too. Yeah, just the straight carry job. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Have Have you said your game two prediction already or no? I have not. No. Go for it. Okay. Well, since I chose Tampa Bay to win game one, I got Colorado bouncing back and putting Tampa a little bit on their heels with a five-two win. Just uh, because I could definitely see like them getting that rust off after game one with a little bit of rust on them. Yeah. Just yeah. stuff, and then um, they figured they're their shit out and just show them what's up, like showing them that they're an actual legit team that isn't just going to lay down like the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> yeah, or the Dallas <laughs> Stars, let's be honest here. Yeah, that, oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, I mean, that was good, don't get me wrong, but I feel like if they played some stronger teams in the finals would have been a little bit of a different story. I mean, maybe they still would have won, but, you know, it wouldn't have been uh, a winning in five games and the one game you lost in the finals being an overtime goal kind of thing. Dude, that's facts. Like those are two shit teams to make the finals, straight up. Yeah, I know. Obviously, I like sh- sh- should have been the least thing, like, Yeah. Um, both <laughs> times. Uh, <laughs> I guess not both times, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, so for game three, I got them going to Tampa Bay, uh, and I have Colorado taking a three-two W. Just like a, a quick, like you know, like a a one goal grindy game that like. Doesn't have many goals, but then, like, all the goals are kind of in one bunch. Does so that makes sense? Like, they'll have, like, a, like a four-goal second period or whatever. and then I could see that, yeah. And then the teams just kind of clamp up for the third a bit. Yeah, there's, like, one goal scored. I, th- I think Colorado hangs on to it in game three. And also, I, I'm just, like, I think, actually, it kind of depends, too, if Francois or Kemper is starting. That's fair. I didn't really think about that either. Who do but... you think would be better for Colorado? I mean Franco's is, is I am not even I can't really remember if Kemper if Kemper even started a game in Edmonton against Edmonton or not. There's a fucking mosquito on my screen. One second, sorry. Didn't he get injured against Edmonton? Uh maybe he did. I don't really, I I can't remember. But I know he's already taken the stick to the eye. Yeah. And then he's gone through that. So I don't I don't know. I think I know for he was all, like he was like, like cleared to play, and they still kept Fransos in. So, I'm expecting Fransos to start game one. Yeah, definitely, I think. But, yeah. I think Fransos has been a bit better than him so far this playoff run a little bit as well. Yeah. And then on top of that, he's kind of hot, so I could definitely see Fransos starting. Yeah, for sure. Other than, like, the, what 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 was it, like, 6-5 game four against Edmonton? Yeah. He like, he had the shutout in game three, I think. Yeah. Like I, I don't think he had that many goals against combined.
1: Girl, dude, shutting out
0: Connor McDavid and Leon of this playoff run is,
1: yeah, so for incredible. real.
0: Oh my god, for real. And like I mean, what McDavid had like, what, thirty points, like over thirty points, something like that. Yeah, like, he already has the tenth most ever scored in a playoff run. Like, and he got swept in the conference final. That's how thirty-three yeah. points in sixteen games, and, and he, he only playing... five in round two as well. Like. Yeah, and dude's a plus fifteen. Like Jesus <laughs> Christ, it's unreal. That's insane. Like. Holy, and his shooting percentage was sixteen percent, dude. Jeez. Like, fuck, it's some sniper stuff right there. Yeah, literally, man. Holy hell. I mean, dude, he. Well, his career playoffs? He has fifty five points, and he had thirty three this this playoff. <laughs> oh my god. So like, dude, and it's not better. I'm. I, I was very impressed by this playoff run. Like, yeah, for real. Even though, I mean, honestly, if it wasn't Colorado, in the. In the final, I feel like they could have went to the final. I mean, if if they didn't play Colorado, I feel like they could have. I agree. I think they would have, well... Oh, my David and would have got them to where they... Yeah, I think they would have beat every other team in the West. Yeah. And then they were raped by Tampa, but... Yeah, true, 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 true. But it it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, true. Um... Okay, um, for game three... Yeah. I also have it being a close game. um, But I chose Tampa Bay to win it instead of Colorado with 4-3. And I, I agree. I think it'll just be like a all-in-a-bunch and then like a shutdown third with like a lucky goal at the end that kind of decides it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely see that. All right, now going on to game four, I got Colorado – Winning four to one to kind of like bounce back into the series again. Yeah, yeah. Colorado is like, I know Colorado is like a really hard. Like both these teams are like teams that, that are like they respond like really well. Yeah, they're hella resilient. Like that's why like I could I could never see like one of these teams like losing in five. Because, like yeah, they just, they just don't lose back to. I mean, dude, Tampa Bay stat up until last series. Yeah, like was, they didn't lose back to back for like, three years. That's unreal. I I actually cannot believe that stat. No, like, it's unreal. It's like, yeah, I don't know, unreal. <laughs> as you said, yeah. uh, in Tampa Bay, I I mean, with the way my series is going, I think Tampa Bay's bouncing back and having a four-one win. Same as you, or just like different team winning. I like that four, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what's up. We know what's up. Yeah, I just, I just, I think, yeah, I think, I don't know, I just think their crowd's gonna get really into it. That's and I just think that's just gonna fuel them, you know. And like, and like Tampa Bay, like, is like the king. I mean, I don't know if I just me because I watched seven straight games of this, but like, like Tampa, or I guess more, I've watched a lot of playoff games, so I've seen like like this the way they are. I've watched like every single game, and like they always like, especially when that, no, like, especially when they're at home, they like they just go on rolls. Like they just have this thing, like 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 I mean like lots of teams do it because like momentum and shit, but they'll score. And then they'll be fucking like, even if they don't even score after, they'll be in your zone for like ten minutes straight. It's unreal. Like, like they're like they're like you know maybe go like go have like a three minute shift with the same shit line on defensively, like the same defensive line they're playing against on the whole time, and they almost score like ten times. Dude, and it's just like, like that, yeah, that crowd to like team reaction is easily like top five, top three in the league. Even like, sports, bro, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Like. Yes, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think Tampa is gonna go on a roll. Yeah, and even if, like even with Tampa, or like even if Franzos, however you say it, has the hot hand, he's playing good, and like their defense is just, like unreal. I still, I like, Colorado's defense is unreal. I still think they're gonna like just put on that roll and just wear him down. Yeah, and, it, and yeah. yeah, put up a 4-1 W for game four. Yeah, yeah. I think game five. I think Colorado's gonna go back to Colorado. And do the same thing, but just absolute shit on Tampa Bay and just outplay the ever living fuck out of them and win 5 1 in front of their home fans. That's valid. That's I, like I think is going to happen. For sure. The um, I, I also think Colorado is going to come back and take that 3 2 lead in front of their home crowd, but I think it'll be a bit closer with like a 2 1 game. Yeah. Like, you like a Colorado's on their ass the whole game outplaying them, but I think it's going to be like a Vasilevsky. Yeah, Yeah, Vasilevsky type of game. Yeah, that gives that gives too many bad flashbacks. But (laughs) as a Leafs fan, but oh my god, yeah, man, like like when he when he when Vasilevsky zones in, it's just fucking stupid. It's just just inhuman, Like yeah, there's no one else that unbeatable. Yeah, yeah. And then he has Victor head in front of him just to make it even fucking harder. Like I know it's it's nuts. I mean, yeah, we'll do. I mean what's it called? It, and even their forwards too. Like, like, and I know he's not that like that, the household name you want to hear, but like Ross Colton and like Nick Paul and, um, what's his face from France. Yeah. Um, what, why am I blanking up uh, here? Or Belmar? Like, they're just like those defensive type players, like just win, like win the games. Like, like they, they win games in the last minute for them. If that make sense? And like guys like Ryan McDonough too, and stuff like that. Like, and, and you know, like one thing I really, really noticed too with, uh, with Tampa Bay and the Leafs, especially, oh my god, especially in Game Seven against the Leafs, kill myself. They blocked like fifty shots. Like there was like a time where the, like the Leafs had, had a shift where they were in Tampa zone for like three minutes, and I swear to God, they had like six shots, and every single one of them were blocked. I know it's unreal. Like 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 the the like the the shots against the shot attempts against are just like they're like it's like the difference between them is just nuts. It's incredible sometimes. Like it's just like I I don't know how they do it. Like like Blake um Blake Coleman too and like Patrick Maroon, like they both like they just their team, they just soak. That's all they do. That's like that's their defense. They just soaking shots. Like it's just nuts. Dude, like when you have Mikhail Sergachev as your third and Eric Chernak as your fourth best defenseman, your team is obviously incredible defensively. For real. But, like, for real. Yeah, they are just defensively when they're dialed in, they might be the best defensive team in the league. Yeah, honestly. And, and it's like I said it's just like it's so deflating. Like I just like sat there and and I just like watched my hope wither away cuz I just and knew every shot that like every shot at the least took there it was like a 90% chance of not going to the net. Helpless feeling. Like it's like yeah, yeah it's like and, yeah. and 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 then and then when you have defense like that and then the person standing behind all that is the best goalie arguably of our generation. Yeah. Like like I don't know. It's just so it's <laughs> oh, it's, it's hard to bet against them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I you go in Oh, sorry. So I was gonna say that. Being said, going into Game Six, so, go ahead. Um, for Game Six, I got another Vasilevsky game, and I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay winning two nothing. They send it to seven. A shutout. Holy! On the home ice, I could really see it. Just like. Yeah. What are their weird, like 25 to 20 shot games? Like, mm-hmm. where just nothing gets the net. They kind of just shut the game down. It's like vintage Devil's Hockey almost. Like Yeah. Yeah. Dude, literally. With the, the zone defense. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. All uh, right. So for me in game six, I have the same outcome, but different score. I have Tampa Bay winning, but after losing 5 1 in my previous game five. Tampa Bay is going to come back, to Tampa Bay, and they're going to go on one of those rolls I was talking about, and they're going to win six-two. And uh, I think Vasilevsky can have a good game, but I just think I just think you know Tampa Bay is going to outshoot them, out out offensive zone them, out uh, offensive zone possession them, out shot and attempt, out hit, out turnover, or out like take away and out turnover and everything. I just think they're going to have like an like absolutely. like an impeccable game which just absolutely fuck up to uh, Colorado. And like I said, it's just like Vasilevsky is going to play unbeatable again. I agree
1: i I'll only it, them
0: two goals, but still. Yeah, but when it's Colorado, only giving up two goals makes you unbeatable. Yeah, yeah, for real. I like... Okay, with that being said, my game seven, uh, ironically just calling Vasilevsky unbeatable, I think Pavel Frantos is going to stick this, through this whole series, I think. And, you know, they're going to, like, they're, they're going to, like, shake heads. like They lost 6-2 in game six and be scared and probably, like, think about putting in Kemper, but after your, after your starting goal, it gets hurt two separate times and your and your backup has carried you to this far. I think you keep him in. I think you go back to Denver in game seven, the Frankie chants are loud and the Colorado Avalanche go to overtime and they win a one nothing cup clinching game in overtime. I I do agree that I think game seven would be really low scoring and tight. But I feel like once it gets that late and that tight, I feel like Tampa Bay has like automatically won that game. It's yeah. Like, I, I mean like when we made these predictions, I sat there and I switched back and forth like 10 different. I know games. same man. Like I think this is just gonna be a hell of a series. Like yeah. easily I'm picking game seven. Yeah, I mean even like you know, like without like like e- even though I really dear god wished it was the Leafs that made it this far. You know? Yeah, I, I still think this is going to be one of the best like, a finals of all time. And I'm really so excited to watch it. It's going to be just, like, two absolute, like, like g- gladiators going through to the finals. And, like, the reason I think I have... <coughs> oh, my God, excuse me. um The real... <coughs> Holy frick. The, the, the reason I have Colorado winning is because um the the Colorado Avalanche, like, they've... They're the same with the Leafs in the sense that they have not made it past the round, a a round for a while. You know what I mean? But it's like not the first round, the second round. They've been, what, like uh, 2018, they beat, what they beat. I don't know, I think 2018, they lost to Nashville in the first round. Yeah. 2019, they beat. Calgary. a stunned Calgary. That was the year that not a single number one seed made the second round. Oh, yeah. And they made the Calgary, and then they lost to San Jose. So that was second round loss, you know? 2020. I can't remember what it was. But I'm... Didn't they Sorry? Didn't they lose to St. Louis? When? 2019. Well, oh, maybe. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I think, think it you're... was San Jose, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I think you're right. Think Either you're way, right. it was one of those two teams. Yeah. 2020, I don't know why I always... Just can't remember the, the bubble, but I'm pretty sure they lost in the second round. They, oh, they lost the Yoel Kitty Ranta in the second round. Yeah, yeah. And then 2021, they lost to Vegas in six. This year, they exercise the demons. They move on. They show they belong in the Western Conference finals and just shutting. I mean, didn't like technically shut down, but like they didn't let the two best players in, in, in the league, arguably win a game at all yeah and they went to overtime too so they're one shot away from losing one yeah but i mean uh so i think they earned their way to the cycle final i think it's just i think it's just colorado's time being being this good for as long as they have been yeah you know if tampa bay hadn't won any cups i would give tampa bay because they've been good for so long i made like I co- countless conference finals this is stupid yeah this is like the, but their 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 work has finally paid off and they've won two straight cups so i feel like it's, I feel like it's McKinnon's turn, you know what I mean? That's valid. I feel like this year, they obviously just have that 1-2 D-man pairing, and they used to have that 3 with Gerard, but before he went out, but yeah, I, I feel like this year's different for that team, for sure. Like, just having that 1-2 on D is so huge and can make the difference in a tight series. Like, just look like at Tampa. They've had that for the last few years now. Yeah. Well, I and mean... To be, like, to be Like, to be honest, I mean, like, Josh Manson defensively and Eric Johnson defensively have been playing unreal this, yeah, this year. Yeah. Um, They're really helping with that Gerard loss for sure. Yeah. I mean, the fact, like, I, I know he's not, like, really that proven yet, but they have Bowen Bayer on my five. Like, I know. That's unreal. Like, I'm not who, – who are they playing at the sixth division, or, um, spot now? Is it, like, McDermott or, like, Ryan Murray or something? <laughs> I can't really remember who it is. Hold up. Oh. Yeah, search up, yeah, the, search good, up. The, good good, the good website of uh, dailyfaceoff.com and check their lineup uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Lineup combos. But, yeah, I just think, like, I, I just think at the end of the day, it's going to be a one nothing game because Tampa Bay, like, as, as good as they are defensively, I mean, offensively, excuse me, it's like, you know. I think it's Jack Johnson, isn't it? <laughs> is it really? I think it is, yeah. Wow. Um. um congrats on him. I hope he gets a cup. I, I, yeah, you're right. yeah, you're right. I think you're right, I think you're right, actually, right. Actually. I think you're in yeah. Jack Johnson,
1: second <laughs> pairing
0: with Josh Manson. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. <laughs> hey, he's stepping up. He's stepping up. <laughs> oh! Oh, my God. I just remembered they don't have Kadri, either. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's huge. Damn. Uh, yeah. You know, my predictions still stand. I think it's Colorado's time. So, okay, okay. You know? Why is... Uh, they have and playing center. That's cool. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, Um. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think... I think... I, I just think it's... Call out of time. That's all I got to say, you know? That's fair. I just think the later this series goes... Like, I feel like if Call... I, I feel like this series is going to seven. It's kind of inevitable, honestly. Yeah, like... If you were to pick the favorite at the start of the year, these are the two teams, obviously. Yeah. In my opinion at least. Like even though Tampa lost a couple pieces, they're still insane. They have so much experience. Like facts. But I mean, dude, the fact that they <coughs> excuse me, they lost like <laughs> oh God. They lost like who, uh, who's a few people they lost, like like Goudreau, um, like Barclay Goudreau. Um with his face to Seattle, Yanni Gord, Coleman's uh, in Calgary now. Oh right, they don't you have Coleman? Yeah, why? Did, I don't know why I thought it said Coleman. I thought he was too, bro. That's just oh. right. Mixing the team up, now. Sorry. Just mixing the team up. No. <coughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Holy! My hat fell off. I see. so hard. <laughs> yeah, if you couldn't tell, me and uh, me and Brad are a little sick. Just slightly right now. Not COVID though. We all tested negative. Don't worry. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. I, I just think. I don't know. I think. I think. I think. Colorado. I think it's their year. I think they're just gonna. Yeah. I
1: That's don't know. Right. I,
0: just, I just got a feeling. You know, like like logically, I, I, I wanted to pick Tampa Bay. Like like, but like I don't know. I, I just think the way hockey goes, I think it's Colorado's year. if You know what I mean? I do feel like Tampa's kind of overdue to lose a cup now. Yeah, I still, and you know what? Even if they do win as much as I hate Tampa Bay, like it's three P, it's still kind of cool. It's greatness. You can't hate on it at all. Like, yeah. Or you can hate it, but you can't take away from what they just did. Like, yeah. Incredible run, an all time run, straight up. Yeah, for real. Being this dominant for this long, it's unreal. Yeah. Like I said, the amount of conference finals from like 2015 to, to, well, I mean, they went. They went to the finals in twenty fifteen against yeah. the Blackhawks. So, yeah, I don't know. I, and like, I think it's kind of the same, which is like, like uh, Chicago was just like. I guess Chicago was Tampa Bay at that time in that sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind it's of like, like handing over the dynasties a little bit, right there. Yeah. Long. So I think, I, you know, I don't know. But Con Smythe winners now. Yes, sir. So for Colorado, I logically think it's going to be Kael McCarr. It should be Kael McCarr. Yeah. But kind of like the way it was with the Capitals, I think because Kuznetsov by by far, in my opinion, was the best player in that playoff run. Oh, yeah. But for the storyline and the skill, obviously, but the storyline that gave it to Ovi, I feel like with McKinnon being so dominant and carrying the team for as long as he has. I feel like they'll give it to McKinnon, kind of thing. Yeah, like a consensus top five, wherever you want to put him in the world player. Yeah. Like, like kind of earning his moment. Yeah. And all, honestly, head. other than McDavid, I think he's the best player in the, like the best playoff performer in the league. Oh, I agree. And even up to this year, like he, like, like all the way up to last year. Uh, up like up until this year, because McDavid went the fuck off this year. There's not even a, a debate anymore. But like, yeah. he was playing so good in the playoffs, like last few years, that like, every single at the end of every single season, people were always like, "Yo, you know, McKinnon might be the best player in the league now, instead of McDavid," kind of thing. Yeah. Like that's how good he played in the playoffs. So I think yeah. they would give it to him. If you're making people reconsider McDavid being the best player in the league, then you're yeah. doing pretty damn good. Yeah, for real. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Um. But if, if Tampa Bay wins, then I I I think um, I think it, it'll be uh, it's I I put two because I don't really know who how to pick or who to pick. I put yeah. Kucherov and Vasilevsky because Kucherov is like has twenty three points, seventeen games right now. Yeah. But Vasilevsky – actually, I, I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself into choosing. I'm choosing Vasilevsky because Vasilevsky, yeah. they they. I don't. I don't want to be biased, but they would have lost in like six games or five games if the Sileski wasn't in that against the Leafs. I'm sorry. I know people would disagree. I mean, not the first four games, but yeah, the, like or final four or final three, he was literally the difference. Like, yeah, like, like I mean, though I think the Leafs outshot them in game seven and game six and, and game five. Like it was like, or so, it was. I mean, I don't know if it was like exactly like that, but the Leafs outshot them and outchanced them so many times. Yeah, they. It was straight up goaltending. I think was the difference in that series yeah for real and like the fact that you can sweep florida that's yeah like something else i just think i I think on the biggest heater i've ever seen like yeah literally what the hell (laughs) like (laughs) i mean oh yeah and they lost him too like that's wild yeah i forgot the lightning oh or part of the lightning yeah man it goes from one florida team to the other i guess and loses yeah yeah, I think I think or, I don't know who to pick for Colorado because it logically should be Makar because, like, especially as an offenseman that is unreal. Yeah, just incredible amount of points. But kind of like the Ovi factor in two thousand eighteen. Like, I don't know. Yeah. One of those two. I mean, it's kind of hard. Or it's kind of easy to just you know put the two best players on each team. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not straying too far away with my picks either i um I was debating between Kyle lacar and Nathan McKinnon, obviously, yeah, and like exactly what you said, like kind of like the o v like this is his moment, yeah, and like o v obviously played good in the finals as well, but I don't think he was the best player on his team that playoff run, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, dude, because off went off dude, I'm real, like I mean he <laughs> he scored the overtime winner to send them past the second round, yeah. For the first time since OV joined the team when that was like, what, like 2006? Yeah. Or something like that? Like, It's unreal. Yeah. But I think I'm going to go with Kale McCarr because, straight up, yeah, he is just incredible. Well, I mean, I, th- what is he, I think he's over point per game right now as a defenseman. Yeah, he's at 22 and 14. Oh, my God. I That's mean, McKinnon's crazy. at 18 and 14 as a forward. Yeah. And like, McCarr is at 22. Jesus Christ. That's unreal. Can we just mention a Kane also had 17 points in 15 games? That's crazy. And 13 dude. of them were goals. He was on, dude. That I, I really wish the Oilers won because I really I was cheering for the Oilers, but just because that, that team, like just everything was going right except for Mike Smith. It felt like <laughs> literally <dude. laughs> their offense was so good. I, I don't know if I've ever seen like that volatile of an offense. Yeah, I mean, unreal. Let's be honest here. When you let in a goal from the other team's blue line, it's kind of bound to go downhill eventually. I don't know how the fuck you get screened from the other blue line. Dude, the best part about that clip, too, is him putting his arms up in the air like it was somebody else's fault. Yeah. Like, dude, you are going, it was letting a goal from literally like I don't even know how many feet. Like, is that, that's got to be like a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> like bro, half a football field away. Literally no. Oh my god. Yep. Mike uh, Smith. <laughs> speaking of just world class goaltenders, <laughs> my pick my pick for um Tampa Bay would be Matsolovsky. Just because if they win, he's obviously gonna be incredible. Cause I don't think you beat Colorado without an incredible goalie. Yeah, that's valid. Like Obviously, Edmonton just got swept with awesome offensive production. Yeah. Not fantastic defense, but just goaltending was just putrid. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, Edmonton had four players in the top 11 for points. I know. That's unreal. Like... And, like, I hate to quote Steve Dangle, but, like, if you're a goaltender, tend the goal, please. Mike Smith was fucking crazy with that. I know. I mean, there's, like, you know, I mean, I, I, I get the point where, like, if the puck is if the, okay, Mike Smith, open your ears. If the puck is on the ice and you're able and and you look at it and you'll like think, oh, I could actually handle a puck. And it's going and it's going like a normal speed where you're like, oh, I could handle a puck. Then sure, disrupt their dump in so you have possession. That's fine. Yeah. But when somebody like Victor Hedman takes a 94, 95 mile per hour slap shot around the glass, and, not and you go hard. out and you and you just pray to get a piece of it, it's gonna bounce in front of your head eventually. Like, that's just such a dumb, like, uh, it, hurt, it hurt my brain to watch him play goaltender in this playoffs. Literally, like, it's just. If he's had a hell of a career. I'm not hating on his career, but you can't be a starting caliber goalie with his skill set. Facts. This and, year. And, and like you said, but all due respect, dude has a goal. Yeah, that's, well, that's goaded. Like, yeah, I think it's two. I think it's two. He, I think he does have multiple. But like, play goalie. <laughs> that's all I gotta say like it's like goalie he also had the best pass I've ever seen true oh. I, I, I'm not gonna lie I think I think Igor Sterkin kind of out outplayed him there with the passing yeah you're kinda right actually but that. but I mean it, it's uh, I was gonna say it's not that he's a bad puck handler well he cause he well I mean like I, I was gonna say that but I realized he is a bad puck handler so I wasn't gonna finish that sentence he is and he isn't though that's what's but, like, like when he when he when he actually knocks down the puck like a normal goalie, and goes for a lot like like a, a realistic puck yeah. instead of a fucking slap shot, yeah, he makes good plays. Yeah, and he and he and he gets the quick ups when the other team is changing and they're on the power play kind of thing. Yeah, and that helps his team, but yeah. he balances the positives out into negatives. Or I guess he changes it into negatives when you let in. When when every single week on Sportsnet's plays of the week, there's one in the top ten of you diving back to save to save a goal. You know what I mean, like, dude. He is his puck handling game is like an NFL offense with Jamar Chase and Odell Beckham Jr. as your receivers, <laughs> and then fucking Curtis Painter as your group. <laughs> <laughs> just. It's Eli like Apple, all flashy at good times, but like just there's something <laughs> mentally not there and it's not perfect and it could be so much better with just one fix. For real, dude. And it's an important fix. Like, it's. Yeah. Honestly, in the conference big. finals, I get it was Colorado, but dude kind of just turned into like Eli Apple. Like, he just didn't he play good. Be Eli Apple. He was Swiss cheese. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm not using that lightly because Eli Apple lost me $200 in the Super Bowl. So, like. <laughs> I'm not using that term lightly. I might have to post like on like our clips channel the video of you being pissed off about them. <laughs> Maybe you might have to. You have to put the, the sound bite of this and then the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll play it over top of that. Yeah. 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 I, I guess this clip will see the the, the light of the uh, the light of Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Since this is turning into a football podcast, I'll um I'll I'll get back to the original point. I think <laughs> I think if. Yeah, obviously, if you're going to beat Colorado, you need elite goaltending. And the way Vasilevsky has played since the first couple games against the Leafs, he's been unreal. Yeah, for real. I mean, I dude, was- he had that like game three, the Leafs went back uh, into Tampa for their first game in the, in the like in Amelie Arena for the playoffs for them. And yeah. they won 5 nothing. And since then, he's been nuts. Yeah. It's been incredible. Like, yes, he's lost games, but he's still. Made it hard to lose games, so that makes sense. Like, he's only lost five; like he's barely lost, even. Yeah. Also, a point was a point was brought up yesterday. I was sitting in my break room at my work, and I was watching Sports in Central. And uh, I can't remember who it was. Is some some sort of analyst? Uh, I can't remember who. I can remember what it was, or who it was. And he made a really good point that I never realized. Tam- like 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 you don't realize that Tampa Bay has lost twice this playoffs. I, I mean, i um, Colorado. Excuse me. Colorado's lost. Oh, I didn't even think of that. They've only lost twice. They swept, and then lost in six, and then swept. Yeah, they have lost twice. Dude, they're unreal. Like that's 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 mind blowing to the like you, you can go through losing a top four defenseman. I, 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 let's be honest, a third defenseman. A legit third defenseman, like yeah, I a on a lot of teams. Yeah. Uh, a top three player on your team this season, and Azm Kadri. Yeah, and switching goalies back and forth, literally. Like I don't know. That's why I think that going to win. this. like with through the all, all the adversity, you know, it, they said that they're hopeful, or like are not very hopeful for, um, oh. or not realistic for Kadri to come back. But they're still hopeful. If that makes sense. That I, I totally agree with you on that. Like, just they've still been incredible despite that.
1: Yes, yeah, so even if he doesn't come
0: the whole, back, like to catch her it's almost time for that to catch up to them a little bit. Yeah, you know. that's, that's valid too, that's valid too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, valid. honestly, bro, if I believe in the storyline of Colorado, if it being Colorado's time, then McKinnon better win the gunsmith. I agree. <laughs> Dude, I was looking at Vasilevsky's like advanced stats, and yeah. I'm not very good with advanced stats, but I like this one called like, it was like goalie point shares or something like that. Yeah. The number of points contributed by a goalie to his playing goal that's how it's defined oh so like, 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 if, like if, if he makes a stop or whatever like, like whatever a yeah. goal on an average goalie kind of thing and then they go down and yeah yeah yeah. he um for the whole season like this is like a cumulative stat like for but playoffs it, and for season, kind of like plus minus <laughs> with zero obviously being like an average goalie for the regular season he had a 12 oh shit 63 games played which is really good and then he's only played seventeen games this playoffs, and he has eight point one. Oh my god! That is insane to me, dude. That's nuts, man. That's like regular season, Igor Shostarski. Facts, bro. Yeah, what a uh, season! I, holy, I shouldn't, I shouldn't even hate on Igor because he's been awesome in the playoffs, or he was awesome in the playoffs too. But just you know, Still, what I mean. yeah, that's insane. Literally. Oh yeah, I mean it's hard to get it, hard to bet against Matt Selesky, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, you know I mean that's the black-eyed peas one, said, I got a feeling. Dude, I don't even. Okay, this is like the weirdest moment of like kind of deja vu. I was thinking about saying that earlier in this podcast too. Really? Yeah, that exact <laughs> and, quote. Great minds think alike, bro. I guess so, man. Huh. Oh my God. Okay, so now that we're done previewing the Cup Finals, I need to ask a very, very hardcore Boston Bruins fan what his take is on the recent firing of head, longtime head coach Bruce Cassidy. I... It, it really... It stings that our management is so stupid <laughs> that we can't see that Bruce Cassidy was not the problem. It is Don... Sweeney's fault, man. Like, I'm not saying Bruce Cassidy is the best coach of all time, but he was by far good enough. He was a very solid head coach, and whoever hires him next, I think it was Vegas, right? Yeah. They're lucky to have him, straight up. Yeah. Second best coach in that team's history, I think, because Gerard Galant's a beauty, but... Yeah. He's a hell of a second best for that young of uh, of a franchise. But... Just fired on Sweeney. I I, I fucking hate that we have not fired <laughs> yet. Like Hey, at least he could draft well. No, no, he can't. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. Okay. Actually he drafted McAvoy, I think. I'll give him that, but the fact that you But drafted... he drafted who, McAvoy? Yeah, McAvoy. Yeah, you want to else who drafted with a late or late pick? No, you want to... Matt Griswick. Fucking... (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Just vomit. (laughs) I might puke. Like, the fact that Boston picked Jake DeBrusque, Jacob Zaboro, Zach Sinishin, and the next three picks in the most loaded first round of all time were Matt Barzell, Thomas Chabot, and Kyle Connor. It makes me want to vomit. And Sebastian Ajo was the second round pick. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could go on forever. Wasn't Besser in that class too? Like. Yeah, for real. What the hell, man? Okay, <laughs> like... I don't know. <laughs> right now, if it's not Barry Trotz, I don't really know who else I want the team to hire. I think Barry yeah. Trotz is the only coach that would actually be an upgrade over Bruce Cassidy that's available. And yeah. Like, maybe we'll call up Providence's head coach or something like that, and he's going to be amazing. I don't know. It's just like the Leafs did. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed that we figure out another good coach. But it just feels like impending doom. 21... i oh, sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I hate to say it. I honestly feel like we're going to miss the playoffs next year if we don't fire Don Sweeney. Because he just gradually makes this team fucking worse and worse and worse. Like and then, Yeah, and then now with the with the Passion Act, I'm not signing here if uh, Don Sweeney's still. I really hope that report was reported by someone who doesn't know what he's talking about because I didn't recognize the guy's name, to be yeah. fair. But the fact that that's even being kind of mentioned is very scary. Like. I mean, they did say it was quoted by him directly. I know. And they could lie, but it, yeah, it's
1: good the they, fact- could, they could
0: they could lie, but logically, if I was to be passionate with how Craig G and Char were right. treated, I'd fucking I'd I, with yeah, I, I wouldn't want I'd want a general manager <laughs> who actually has the intent of putting a good team around me, literally, or re signing like, veterans. Yes, let's not sign Nick Felino to fucking four mil for a year for the next two years, dude. What is, of- what is what five is five. Uh, what is up with Foligno being so fucking overrated? At <laughs> least gave a first for him, yeah, you know the pain. Why, like. Like, what? What makes you think? Oh, Nick Felino? Yeah, this is the cure for cancer for our team. Like, this guy... Like, Dude, he's, he's arguably not even the fucking best Foligno anymore. He's not! Marcus Foligno's so much better. Yeah. Like, Oh, my God. Like, Nick Foligno felt like a liability for the first half of the season. And he figured his shout out a little bit at the end of the year. I'll give it to him. But still... That's not four mil worth. It's like he signed David Backus. I could go on forever with just dog shit decisions by this man. Yeah, so, so dude signed David, David, David. Oh my god, dude signed David Backus to give him a, in you know, to give your team an extra extra veteran good player, right? Yeah, he's that he that turned that, that turned into losing him and ax and Axel Anderson. Yeah, I would really like Axel Anderson right now. <laughs> I'd also like to spend money on good players instead of David Backus like the fact yeah. that we have David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron who are like not young at the time they're yeah. not old but they're not young they're in their peak and you decide you know what we're going to sign another old center <laughs> who is going to play third line minutes but is paid like a fucking first liner <laughs> Like, are we brain dead oh my god <laughs> okay now that your uh, little rant is out I'm gonna I'm gonna fuel it, yep. By listing off the NHLers picked after Jacob Saboro, <laughs> Jake Dubrowsk, and Zach Finition. Sorry, I just want to make one thing clear first. I think Jake Saboro is actually gonna be really good next year because he yeah. looked really good before he tore his ACL. And Dubrowsk played actually pretty decent. Yeah, when he got put on the first line next to Marsh and Emborgstrom, <laughs> and like, Zach Finition has <laughs> three points. It's, it's 60 NHL games. Fuck. I like... Hey, here's me penalty minutes. David... Or, sorry. Pat? Fuck. Third tries try charm here. Marchand and, <laughs> and Bergeron got Louis Erickson a 6 by 6 So, I'm not that <laughs> one, the brusque, keeping it warm. But... Yeah. Dude, Zach's addition. Those were all in four separate seasons, so oh. Savickson Nishin played a little bit of a season where he had no points. <laughs> oh, I love Don okay, so Sweeney. <laughs> I love him. Okay, so other than the Barzal Connor, and Shabbat you named, right? Yep. Uh, Evgeny Sveshikov, which is kind of an L by Detroit, so you're not the only one. Yep. Joel Erikssonik. <laughs> Colin White. Yep. Ilya Samsonov. Oh. <sighs> Brock At- Besser, this one's going to hurt. Travis Konechny. Oh. this one's also going to hurt. Jack Roslevic. Well, they're all going to hurt. I know they're all going to hurt. <laughs> Noah Juleson, you know, the Borough's better than him. Dubrask is better than him. Actually, oh. they're all pretty much better than him. He's pretty shit. I think Skank is better than Sinitian. Oh, yeah, true, 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 I mean, yeah, he has more points than Sinitian does. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, he also has 40 more games played, but still. Oh, he's got the Chell DFD though, like, yeah, true. takes defensive defenseman. that's <laughs> out. Zach's mission. Jacob Larson. Oh, Anthony <laughs> Movillier. Oh, Gabriel Carlson is actually not that bad for Columbus. Nick Merkley, know. was who is an L. I will give you that 41 games, 15 points. He's pretty, yeah. Uh, Jeremy yeah. Roy or Jeremy Waugh, however, it is. The defensive on the Sharks, Christian Fisher. He's better than, yeah. But Mitchell yeah. Stevens, you know, he's kind of an L. He's only played seventy-two games, thirteen points. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Travis Dermott. I'd still take Dermott over. So, so would I. Uh, <laughs> Sebastian Ajo. Yep. Not the I, I not the bad one. The good one. Yep. Um, Brendan Carlo. Oh yeah, that's Bruins. There. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A.J. Greer. Uh, Ryan Groff, Camloops very own, might I just add. Let's go. Um, Mackenzie Blackwood. Uh, <laughs> Eric Ternak, And then after Eric Ternak it's Matt Spencer, who, who's no one's heard of. And then the Bruins picked Jacob Carlson. Oh, JFK is not turning out, man. And then under him, the next... <laughs> The next, the next eight players are NHL players. I don't want to hear it. Dan, or, okay, semi, semi-NHL players. Daniel Sprong, who's been up and down. I see Jansen name. Harkins was mainly an NHL player, but he just played 132 games. Yeah. Philip Schlappick, who's also mainly mainly an NHL player. Is he overseas now? Huh? Oh, yeah, right, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hints Um. Jordan Greenway. <laughs> Brendan Gooley. The Bruins pick Jeremy Lazon. Under Jeremy Lazon, the next pick, 53rd overall, is Rasmus Anderson. Oh, my God. Sorry, I'd also like, I just like, I can't listen to that anymore. I just have to add one more thing and then we can move on. <laughs> we created the pick that was Cappers off as well. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! And then two picks later, is Yakov had Vince Dunn, and Oliver Shillington was like two, Tyler, seven picks later. <laughs> okay, what's the next topic? I swear, as we going through a little, where no. I do see. <laughs> hey, you guys picked Daniel Vladar. That was a good pick. Not bad. Aiden Hill was under him, but uh, uh, Devin Sitteroff, countless Blazers legend. He's- um, You're yeah, not looking I'm, so bad I, anymore. What? I actually thought that, that was going to be worse. <laughs> I mean, you told me to stop halfway through. I know. What? I'm surprised I got halfway through. I'll be honest. Yeah. I was true. Like ten percent of that. Before uh, was, Matthew okay. Joseph was picked 120th overall after them. Conrad oh <laughs> Garland. Oh. Ethan Bear. Oh my God. This, this project What? This. Class is absolutely disgusting. For real, Andre Cashel's brother. Uh, DeAndre Brown too. Probably. Real capers Dominic, Dominic Simone. Rudolph Balser's Camus Blazer's, legend.
1: Absolute legend. Right
0: Carl Valmelka. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Terry. Yeah. Adam got that. That's not that bad of a miss. Uh, Cooper Marity, the guy who was trying to sleep with Emma Cave. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I forgot about that. Mason Appleton. Jesus. The yeah, vibe, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Yeah, man, you got lots of lots of talent. Marcus Nudivara. Sammy Niku. Tyler, we can move on. I don't <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh man. Okay, there you go. It's done, it's done, it's done. It's done. Thank God. Um, yeah, I'm sorry to put you through that pain, but... Yeah, you're so sorry, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, Barry Trotz. Where do you think Barry Trotz is going on the topic of coaches? I saw that Ed, there's a coach... Or Oh my God, there's a brewery in Winnipeg that offered him free beer for life if he goes there. And I actually really like the fit there, too. and I could see him... Yeah, I was I was gonna say that too because you know with um with uh what's his face retiring resigning, um, Paul Maurice. Yeah, I think I don't know. I, I think that would definitely work out. I think that'd be a really good and like and like Paul Maurice being like kind of a, like a, a pretty defensive coach. I feel like it wouldn't be that big of a, like a huge shift for the Jets. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And that's where they need their help. I feel like their offense is plenty good. Yeah, so like defensive side I need to figure that out. Yeah. Um kind of a weird one too I could see happen. Uh, I could see him going to the um uh, what was I was going to say I think that there are, are like I- I'm just uh, first off, I'm just going to say I'm fucking shocked that the Islanders didn't resign him. I don't know why oh, they didn't resign him. Yeah. I but, guess um... Um, I could see I could see Dallas. I could definitely see. I could see Dallas, too. But one, a sleeper here, I think. I don't know why. I have a feeling. Detroit. Yeah. I don't know why. I just feel like, cause I feel like they're like, you know, they finished 32, 40, and 10 this year. They were sixth in the Atlantic, but it wasn't by much. They had an actually good start to the season. They were a wild card for like the first quarter of the season. Yeah. Or in a wild card spot. I feel like they're one more good year or they're one more year away from like cont- like cont- contending for like, like even a wild cards, wild card playoff spot. Yeah. And I feel like trots being there next year will definitely help speed that up. If that makes sense. I agree. Yeah. You know, and I think with Stevie, Y is there?
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. He knows what he's doing. I think he's going to go get a great coach. I could totally see trots. Yeah. I mean, Stevie, Y has got a reputation? Like, better than lots of people. So I feel like Trotz would definitely look towards that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, because like, um. I'm sure Trotz has his fair share of suitors. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, if I was a coach and I, and I was looking at like, obviously the Jets are like a team that's like pretty hopeful, right? Like they're a good team. But like, if if, if that doesn't really matter to Barry Trotz and I, I was sitting in a room with Kevin Sheveldayoff, <laughs> Or Steve Eiserman, I would 10 times out of 11 times out of 10 pick Steve Eiserman.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs>
0: Actually, I'm not even yeah, sure if Cheval Dayoff is still. Is he? I think so. Yeah, he is. He is. Okay. So I don't know. I also feel like the weather is slightly, and I really mean slightly better in Detroit. But yeah. yeah. If he feels like if he's a. <laughs> slightly. Yeah. Slightly, it's not much better, but it's it's better. Um, it says here that Edmonton, but I they're definitely gonna resign Jay Woodcroft. There's no shot they don't. I was gonna say, yeah, that's maybe they aren't know. even. They might have already. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I'd but. be so shocked if they didn't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he was a he was a really good coach this year, I think, especially you know bringing the... I mean, it was very much McDavid and Trent Seidel and Kane and Hyman, I will be honest. Yeah, but. You know I I think once your coach takes you to the third round yeah kind of slightly a little bit out of nowhere true then I, I feel like you got to bring him back yeah I percent on the topic of the oilers by the way Ico Coskin is no longer an oiler congrats for them so, <laughs> that's one of the two that 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 need to be gone say I heard that Mike Smith might be retiring too true I did hear that as well I did hear yeah. that they might just like have somehow lucked their way into a fixed goaltender situation. The fact that they like and like we talked about this earlier, like like not on the podcast, but, like how how and why the fuck did they did they not trade for Flurry? Oh my god, yeah. Like th- th- that was a golden opportunity. His value is low. Literally. Or was low at least. Like I mean he is a free agent this year. I wouldn't mind that. I think he'd be a really good tandem with um Stuart Skinner. Yeah, bro, for real. Like, even, like, um, I'm just looking at, like, under free agents coming up this year. Um second, exactly. I mean, let me filter by goalies here. There's um, a better to do. go for, I don't feel. Yeah, like. Maybe Kemper? I was going to say Kemper, Thomas Grice. I don't know if he's, like, I mean, he's yeah. good, but I don't know if he could be a starter right now. Jackie Sear? <sighs> Sign Campbell real quick. Fuck me, man. <sighs> yeah. I, I think Campbell's going to be gone. Oh, I know he's going to be gone. I've accepted the fact. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Oh, also, I do think someone is going to be a higher value now, I think Casey DeSmith is going to get a payday. I think so, too. He played really good in the playoffs. I feel like he'll get a shot to, like, maybe, like, compete for a starting goalie job somewhere. And maybe it's... Yeah. Like- I mean, he had he had a, he nine fourteen this year. Yeah, two seventy nine goals against average. Like, I don't have the greatest defense ever. Like, yeah, it's not fa- like it's not bad, but it's just not fantastic. True. And yeah, what about uh, how my I'm sorry, this, it's funny to see that Corey Schneider is still a free agent, <laughs> or he's, he's 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 he plays he was on the Islanders this year somehow. He had two, you got paid two mil. Did he really? Yeah. Holy okay. fuck. That, that has to be real funny. It says right here that it says. It says he got paid. What the fuck? It said he got paid $6 mil this year. Did they just eat his contract? I guess so. Yeah, $21. <laughs> yeah, I forgot, dude. He signed a seven-year, $42 million contract with the Devils on July 9th, 2014. Holy shit. He's a cap yeah. hit of six mil. He's finally hitting this free agency, eh? Yeah, yeah, and he was bought out by the Devils. That's probably why he's getting paid two mil. That makes sense. By yeah. the Islanders. Yeah. Or or two mil from them. Yeah, that's definitely... Yeah. One. Huh. Wow, apparently Korda Spider is a uh, Swiss, too. Is part Swiss. Really? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> if they don't sign Fleury or, or or um Campbell, I'm gonna be fucking shocked. I know that, or maybe to Smith. Like they they have to have some sort of solution. For real, they need bring. I, I'd even bring Brent Bish about a retirement if I could. Yeah. Instead of fucking. I would too, man. I I feel like he's got something in the tank, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if he wasn't, if he didn't have to retire because of injuries. I mean, he just got yeah. traded for. Um, future considerations and a like him and a seventh got traded to Buffalo for future considerations because that's where things go to die is in Buffalo. That's valid. So you know, um, Tage Thompson though. Yeah, he's unreal. Like absolutely I mean, unreal. That, that O'Reilly trade is looking less and less bad. Yeah, I, I never thought I'd ever say that in my life, but for real. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the coaches, by the way, Torts is rumored in Philly. What are you thinking about that? I think that's the most Philly from the last like five years move possible. Yeah. By that, I mean aiming for something that you will never hit. Yeah. Like, I think it's so dumb. I, I, like, it's, it's as dumb as signing Rasmus, Risto, in for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I thought with the signing of Risto and Ryan Ellis, or the, I don't know if they traded a the sign or not, but like, I thought Philadelphia this year was going to be like a contender. Me too, man. I really did. I think everybody did. And then they just fell off. Like, I don't know what happened. So bad. Like, they went from like a cup contender to not having Gladiou anymore. Dude, they're paying Risto like five mil just to try and lead the league in hits and not play defense. That's <laughs> like, all he does. He just gets hits, nothing else. And you need to come first. Radical Gouda is the god. Ex flyer. His- Dude, shit, I'd give Radko Gudis more money than Rasmus Winston <laughs> I hate Radko. Like, that's insane to me. Jesus, but, yeah, I I don't know. I, I think he'll bounce back to us next year, but, like, still. They're going to need a good performance from Carter Hart, I feel, though. I, I don't think he played as bad this year. Or did he? He definitely improved this year. Because I know last year he played horrid. If he just had competent defense in front did, of him, I feel like would Did help they make the playoffs last year? No, I don't think they did. Yeah, he had a 905, 316, so it was better than last year. Yeah. But like uh Yeah, oh my god, dude. 2020, 2021, 27 games played, he had an 877. Oh, I thought that. He went from a nine seventeen to a nine fourteen to an eight seventy-seven. Oh my god. And he played the least amount of minutes in his career by, like, 300. <laughs> I get that it was a shortened season, but, like, he does, like, he went 31 games played, 43 games played, 27 games played. Yeah. Like, I don't so know, you man. Follow up on how Philly did. They finished 29th this year, obviously, and they finished 19th last year. Oh, fuck. And, but before that, they were sixth. Like, they've... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I thought they were going to have a bounce back here this year. Dude, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, 19th, that's bounce backable. Your team's still competent. Yeah. Yeah, literally. But, yeah, what so. What pick did they – what did they get this year? I can't remember what overall they got this year. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think yeah. – is it – is it the fifth? Number, f- number f- five? five. Yeah, it's number five. Oh, wow! Yeah, I mean, I mean, who have they got there? Like, like maybe hope oh, for like a Logan Cooley fall, which I don't think that will happen. I think he's going top three, but yeah, I mean, they have oh, they have the, the D man Pavel Um Mintykov. I, I don't know if that's how you say it or not, but yeah, I think there's him and there's Connor Geeky at so. Phil. I kind of feel like Savoy, maybe, because, like, yeah, I've heard is <laughs> like Nemec is going to go, like, top three, and so is Cooley, and obviously Shane Wright, yeah. unless Montreal decides to be stupid, which, that's possible, <laughs> they they should take Shane Wright first overall. Yeah, true. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, no, I, 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 I think, I, I really, I think, for, I, I don't know, man, I thought they were going to fucking bounce back. Me too. I don't know man. Like I think Shane Wright would go first. But like I think oh no know man. Seth is so good. Facts. It's hard Facts. to choose. Facts. He's six too, like Dude, yeah, that's gonna go. And with his production, he's definitely going number two. Yeah, dude. And you I see the know. way like you see the um You watch the World Juniors and, like, the Olympics. It's just, like, when, like, he he looks like he's so much like Ovi when he scores. Like, he just fucking loves to score. Yeah. And it's, like, dude, people like that, man, like... With that frame, too, man. Yeah. Like, it's insane. That's the power forward that you, like, dream of having on your first line. Yeah, literally, dude. That's, like, the guy that, like, that's, like, a Zach Hyman, but, like, elite. Yeah. Like, if the Devils can get that to put next to Jack Hughes... Yeah, for real. Oh, God, that would be lethal. Or even um, first line of him, Hughes, and, and uh, Jesper Brat. Oh, yeah. Oh. Right. And then that's – But you're, you're your second line center is Nico Heischer. And you got 100%. Michael McLeod, too, who's going to get good in a few years. Holtz as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dwight. Yeah. That team might be filthy. Like For real. If they could figure out the defense, like they got Luke Hughes, that team's going to be gross. Yeah, man. Fuck. If PK Slooban can keep winning the King Clancy, then they got their shit locked down. Yeah, that's a really important <laughs> award. So, uh, <laughs> they just need him to not be um, reporting on ESPN. And you yeah. see doing every playoff round because they need to be in the playoffs instead of out of it. They need him to stop being PK Slooban. <laughs> that was unreal, bro. Dude, I actually can't get over how many slew foots It's like eight, like eight. It felt like, yeah. Wait, was he suspended once? I don't know. I remember being pissed off because Brad Marchand got three, and P.K. Subban in the last week had, like, three alone. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, it's just so stupid. <laughs> it was so dumb. One more thing, or two more things, I guess. As a Bruins fan, how do you feel about the Jeremy Lazone extension for the Nashville? He signed for a four-year, $2 million average contract. I, I'm, I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for Nashville. Because I yeah. think Luzon is pretty underrated. And D-men hit their peak later than forwards, which is something people don't realize sometimes. Like... Yeah. Luzon's like 26, 27, I think, right now. I think like 28, 29 is like your peak. Like the start of your peak as a defenseman. Whereas yeah. like a forward, I feel like it's like 25, 26. So I think Lazon could develop into more than he is right now. And even if he is what he is right now for the rest of his peak, then... Still I still think it. that's a very fair deal. Yeah. Oh, I mean, honestly, yeah, if he gets better and you're getting paid $2 million the next four years, like if he gets a breakout year this year, then he's like oh, three more years on a two mil average contract. That's, that's a steal. That's huge. Yeah. That's like the, the fucking franchise mode glitch where you sign a dude eight years for $3 million or yeah, $2 million yeah. and he becomes a 90 overall. When he's like sitting in free agency for so long as an RFA. So you give him, like, one year, two mil, so he signs for, like, a third round pick. So, yeah, literally. Yeah. And the last topic here uh, is, I don't know if you saw the the quote from, I'm not too sure. I think it was Jeff. I let, let me check the source here real quick. I'm not too sure who it, was, who it was from, but I heard, I've been hearing things about how Jeff, or um Alex DeBrancat. Uh, it's a matter of when he gets traded, not if. Yeah, I heard that too. That's crazy, bro. So I mean, I'm not gonna lie, like in my opinion, there's I mean there might be things going on in the in behind the scenes that we don't know about. But if I were the Blackhawks, a team who's like, you know, up and coming, why would you trade Alex Dobrinket? Literally. I, I I feel I feel like the idea is to kind of like replace the assets that you lost for trading for Seth Jones. But I don't if think you, that's the way to do it. Like, I know. And if you're trading for Seth Jones, then you're obviously trying to make a run of something. Exactly. So, like, why that's would Seth you trade ar- arguably – or no, I guess not your best player, but your second best player who could be a best player on other teams. Yeah. Like, the, the source was Frank Cervalli, so it's like an actual credible credible source. Shit, man. So, like, it's just
1: – Yeah.
0: It's, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, think it's, I think it's weird. I think so, too. I – I don't to- I don't love the idea at all, unless I'm the team who's trading for him because he's a hell of a player. Like, yeah, and like even as a rebuilding team, like he's still a young guy.
1: You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and
0: like the Blackhawks, I kind of feel like are past the rebuild. Like, one more year, like this next year will be like their year to prove themselves, kind of thing, or not prove themselves, but like, um, what's the to like show that like that like their rebuild is over. And like, like, even if they don't make the playoffs, there's still like, you know, a fringe playoff, like not contender, but like a a contender to make the playoffs. That makes sense. Yeah, that that does make sense. I completely agree. So like, I mean, let's, I can't remember how good they finished this year. Um, I don't think it was very good. It wasn't very good, but I feel like next year they'll, uh, oh shit, 28, 42 and 12. That's a lot worse than I thought it was. Uh, but, yeah, maybe, might be, but I, I don't know. I still, I still don't think you trade somebody like that. I mean, yeah, because like, um, he's the type of guy you're hoping to get with your pick from a shit season. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Like that's a building block. That's not. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty hard to find Alex cats. Like, yeah, I mean, like seven eight points, eighty two games this year on a shit team that went 28-42 and ten. Yeah. A, a minus 13 because the team's bad, and he's still putting up 78 points. That's unreal. Like, he's never put – he's only he's put up below 50 points once, and he played 70 games instead of 82. <laughs> that's like, unreal. I don't know. I mean, like, he's only – sorry, he's only 24. Like, I don't, I don't know why you would – Yeah, I don't, don't feel like that's the move at all. Yeah, I mean, and this is the guy that – I mean, he likes Chicago. You know, what, you know what I mean? He's been here since 2017, and there's been no – I don't, like, I I mean, I could be completely wrong and have not seen anything about it, but I don't think I've seen anything about him requesting a trade either. I don't think I have either. Like, it's just like a straight-up, like, like, front office thing. Yeah. Because, like, like if, if I'm... Sorry, go ahead. I feel like he could kind of pull a Panarin type of, like, career
1: yeah. surgeon,
0: I'll say. Like, coming from a line with Patrick Kane and kind of being seen as, like, the the Batman to, or the Robin to Kane's Batman, yeah, and then just kind of breaking out once he leaves that situation. Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. I mean, I mean, it worked out for Panarin nicely. He's like one of the, like second highest paid player in the league or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah I, I don't mean, think... I I could see to bring that Debrink could do it too. I mean, he, I think he's playing better than Panarin was at this point. Yeah, and I think he's younger, isn't he? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I mean, he's tw- that's what I'm saying he's twenty four. Like if I if I'm playing franchise more than NHL and I have a twenty four year old. Guy who's putting up seventy points in two games, and I'm rebuilding, and just on the fringe, like fringe aspect of starting to compete again, I'm not trading him. Like, yeah, like exactly. <laughs> I think I'm putting him <clears throat> as much ice as much ice time as he can get because he's like, you know, three hundred seven points and three hundred sixty eight career games, and I don't think the Blackhawks have made the playoffs once. Exactly. Or I guess they. I guess in the COVID year, I think they went up against Vegas, right? Yeah, I think so. Who they beat again? Uh, it was, I think it was the Oilers because I remember, yeah, I I remember beaming on on McDavid because he had nine points in four games and still lost. Yeah. 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 He, and he had six points in nine games that playoff run, plus four. That's like, that was really loud. Holy. (laughs) Yeah. My bad. So ask me if I'm going to baseball. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't if I was, um, uh, I just agree. What's his name? Um, uh, the new. There's a new guy, right? I think so. Because uh, uh, Kyle Davidson, I think his name is. Yeah, that sounds right. But I don't know. I think it's going to be a rookie mistake. We'll see where he goes. Where do where you think he would go or fit? Okay, this might be because I compared him to Panarin. But I could see him being really good. In Columbus, you know, I, it's kind of funny actually. I was thinking about that too. Like, yeah, I, don't know. I, could, def- I could definitely see that. I'm not gonna I lie. don't know why. I could just see him being a blue jacket for some reason. He does seem like somebody who'd be like on a blue jacket, if you know what I mean. I feel it, yeah. A place too that I think nobody, nobody really thinks about was, was also kind of in like, the same situation as the Blackhawks. I just think they're a little bit better is Anaheim. I can see that too. Yeah, because like like the Zgris, like the the young movement of like uh, Zgris, Troy Terry, and at, like that'd be a, a cool line. Like that'd be a really like like if that line would be so flashy, it'd be hard to like play against. That makes sense. I don't know how you'd stop that line. That would be an unreal. Literally, unreal. like I mean, the I mean, they're they're literally a threat from scoring behind the net because of <laughs> Trevor Zegers. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, and then I mean, Sonny Milano too. Like, yeah. Got Jamie Dresdale on D two, yeah.
1: McTavish,
0: like yeah, for real. It's just like, yeah, bro, McTavish is nuts. Yeah, dude, he looked so good at the World Juniors this year. Oh, dude, that that was a man a a man playing amongst boys. Like he was just, like, dude was just like, like up against uh, what was the team of the Canada beat like seven nothing? It was like Austria, right? I think so. But already had four goals, something like that, and like McTavish was like, um he had, like, this one goal where he, like, circled the zone twice and, like, ten people tried to hit him and they just, like, bounced off him every time. It was, un- yeah, I think I saw that goal. Like, like, he was just unreal that tournament. Yeah. And hopefully this tournament coming up this summer, too. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, uh, what's, what was I going to say? I don't know, man. I think, I think Sweden is really scary for that. I think Sweden might win that one, unfortunately. But that's just my opinion, you know? Like, I, I I, I, I'm... Patriotic diehard Canada fan. But I have a bad feeling about Sweden. Dude, I feel like Jesper Wolstead could just straight up steal it for him. For real. Like the Vasilevsky thing we were talking about earlier. It's like, yeah. Like, I don't know, kind of like the, I mean, Sweden already has our number in the Olympics. They beat us in the quarterfinals this year. Yeah, facts. So, like, um, yeah. Another, uh, before, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off if you were about to talk, but I wasn't. Another yeah. place that I think would be a cool fit. To bring at, and I feel like would actually like be like really genuinely like realistic and like really help their team is Vancouver. Yeah. I don't yeah. disagree. But I think they should focus on defense more than offense. Valid. That is very valid. I mean, yeah. you have Quinn Hughes, yeah. and that's it. Literally. Like, if, like if, no shade to Ekman Larson, but he's just not the exactly. same as he was. Yeah. He's not worth his money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least it's retained a little bit, but still. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a good point. If if they if they can fit, I mean, they have, they have uh let's see, they have uh, ten mil or ten and a half mil in cap space, and I think uh, what is the break that getting paid is like, like around like eight million, right, something like that, or is like is that what like or is that what he was like rumored to get paid? I, I don't think he has actually. I'm not, I'm not too sure. Um. I think it's oh, is that 6.4? It looks like, yeah, yeah, last year of 6.4 mil. And then he got his extension, right? Or am I nuts? I don't think he got an extension yet, huh? There is an extension right now, yeah. So, last year of it, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess they don't have the cash space for that, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking about. I think they're kind of cap strapped too. But Dallas, I think. Oh, yeah, I could see that too. You'd really use another scorer. Honestly, another scorer and they win that series against Calgary. <laughs> they're one goal off, and you know, the breakout's going to score more than one goal in seven games. Yeah, literally. Like, huh. I, yeah, I could I, definitely see that. Yeah. And who knows, man? Maybe Ottinger just shuts the door on McDavid and Sale and that. Yeah, second round there. Honestly, Dallas is a really good team. I just think they ran into a hot Flames team. I think so too, but I think that they really got exposed for some of the holes that they do have. Yeah, it's valid. I mean, defensively, like they have good players, but like they were like, I think one of like the like, I think it was them in LA that made the playoffs with a negative goal differential. Literally, like, like, other than like Haskinen and Klingberg. And I guess Lindell, too. They just really yeah. need to fill up that, like, bottom half of it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, for real. I mean, I think, you know, like, I I, I'm just, like, imagine it here. Imagine, like, um, your first line being Jason Robertson, Alex Debrinkat, and Joe Pavelski. I was going to say even Rupe Hintz, too. Yeah, and uh, your second line being, like, Hintz, Ben, and Sagan, or, like, mixing that up. Oh, and then you have Nemesikov who's on your third line. Like, Yeah. I don't know. That's that's definitely a good fit. I feel. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: yeah. And he's he's kind of like in the same boat as Dylan Larkin. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of agree. Uh, I'm kind of. If I were Detroit, I'd almost be tempted to move Dylan Larkin a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> like or, you, you, you either you either trade Dylan Larkin. Or um. Or um. You trade four. Alex to break that and really bolster your, your return to the competitiveness. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like if they weren't, like, I can't think of another, like, centerman who has elite potential on that team for Detroit. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't think there is.
1: Yeah. Like, Sorry. they have, they
0: have, like, Michael Rasmussen and Valeno and those, that's not a lead. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like they're capping at second line talent. Yeah. Sorry, I just I'm looking at their their lineups right now yeah they had Ole Levy playing forward for the last bit of the season who? Detroit oh my god <laughs> Canucks legend right there holy for real god. but like I, I don't know oh yeah I forgot Larkin had surgery this year so he didn't, he didn't yeah. play for half the year yeah huh yeah I don't know but I Mor- moral of the story, I don't think the Blackhawks are trade to Brinkat, but that's just my opinion. I think they are, and I just think it's a mistake, though. Yeah, for real. Because, like, yeah. they have, they don't have their first this year. I just saw seen this. Yeah, there's six overall picks. Oh, my going. God, yeah. And boss Seth- Jones- And more picks. That trade oh. is so bad. For real. Wow, I, I forgot about that. Um, Jesus Christ. I mean, they have, they have two firsts in 2023 and 2024, but. That's a good move in the right direction. I feel on that note. I think the, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, we're like an hour and some odd in. So I think it's probably wrap it up. I think it's getting a little too long. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's the first podcast for us bucket. central. Make sure to follow all of our platforms. They'll be linked in the description. Um yeah I guess we'll see you after game 1